It's time now for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is on 103.9 FM WXAN. It's presented by the Lighthouse of Faith Ministries located at 420 South Street in Murfreesboro. Their worship services are Sunday morning at 11.30 a.m. and they welcome you. Time now for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is. Because of who you are. Your mind is the most valuable thing you got. And you know, if you don't control your mind, Satan going to control it for you. If you don't control it, somebody going to control it for you. Men and women out here in the world, they ain't studying you. They want your mind. When you meet folks nowadays, they want to possess your mind. For they know if they can possess your mind, they can carry you anywhere they want to go. You better know what your mind is. You better know the power that's in your mind. Hallelujah. Because if you don't rise up and strengthen your mind, you're going to live under Satan's dominion. He's going to keep you burdened. He's going to keep you sad. He's going to keep you wishing that you were never born. He's going to keep on keep you wishing that, Lord, just let me go on and go home. Come on here. We got to rise up in Jesus' name because greater is he that's within you. Get your eyes off of people. Don't you fall off with nobody holding grudges. This is, this is a new year and a new beginning. You can't go through life holding grudges and talk about you love the Lord. You can't go through life being angry and bullying and everybody, but yet you love the Lord. It's time we quit this line when it's time we rise up and be the people God calling us to be because we got a dying world out here and the church is the answer, but the Bible says Jesus is the way and the truth. He's the truth. That's why Satan is attacking us like he's doing. But God got a remnant that won't bow to the knee of Baal. Hallelujah. So in order to rise and get to this place. Now when I say a place of prosperity, get dollar signs out of your eyes. It's just an element of prosperity. When you prosper, you prosper in body, soul, and spirit. You can look at those movie stars. They live in the finest houses money can buy. They are rich. They can drive any car they want to drive. But when it's all over, they get the same plot you and I are going to get. That's six feet under. Hallelujah. You can't carry it. I ain't never seen a hearse with a U-Haul behind it. Hallelujah. You can't carry it with you. And this is what you got to come and realize. I'm happy. God has brought me up. Let me tell you something. I come up hard. I come up hallelujah where I know how to make Files. I come up in an era and that year, the year when I was sick and God was with me through that sickness, it took me four years to get that cancer in the natural. It was done in the spirit, but I had to defeat it and I had to enforce it in the mind. And it took four years for my body to reveal what I believe God had already done. But it was four years of hell, but it was the best four years of my life because it taught me how to be the water that I am. I don't care what comes. Yes, I get knocked down. Yes, I cry. Yes, I get upset. But I know how to rise up and keep pushing. Hallelujah. You can't let the devil destroy you. And he, how is he going to destroy you? In your mind. As a man thinking. Where? In his mind. In his heart. Because whatever you allow in your mind is going down into your heart. And once that you plant that seed in your heart, you're going to get the fruit of your thoughts. Now, I took you there where God placed Adam in the garden. Within, say within, within, within. Hallelujah, within. He placed Adam within that garden. 
Okay. When you were born again, when you accepted Christ, this is what happened. It's all spiritual. He that worship God must worship him how? In spirit and in truth. You got to understand the spirit, the, the, your spirit, your soul, and your body. And the, the blood of Jesus is for spiritual things only. Get that in your mind. For spiritual things only. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood. The blood is for spiritual things only. The word of God is for the transforming of the mind. The word of God is for the transforming of the mind. The, the, the body is to be crucified. You got to understand that. When you understand your spirit, when you understand your soul, when you understand your body, and when you get an understanding of these three, you will go through life in unison. You see, until you get an understanding of these three, what would happen is when you wake up, your mind going one way, your body going this way, and you struggling and tugging, trying to live right for God. You got to make these three come together. And, live, and for them to come together, you got to understand the blood is for the spirit. The word is for the transforming of the mind. And with the body you crucified. This is why we got so much. We got this thing backwards. This is why women are butchering up their body because the body is everything. Every time you can't buy a pair of shoes, you can't buy a gallon of milk, you can't even buy a car without some old sexy body being up there trying to tempt you. You can't even buy a, a, a toothpaste without somebody always uh, licking the tongue and all of that. Come on here. That body has no value other than to get you from point A to point B. You got to know that. Love whatever God gave you. Quit running around here trying to butcher it up. Quit running around here shame and trying to hide your body. I don't care how you built or made. That's your gift from God and you learn how to love it. Woo! Say truth is in the house. Woo! Alright. This is where I want to take you. Adam lost it in the garden. But we got everything Adam lost but it's her. He said, the kingdom of God coming not with observation. Okay? He said, the kingdom of God coming not with observation. What does that mean? That means you will not see it. You will not see it with the natural eye. It does not be, come with observation. That means you don't see it with the natural eye. That's why the, the world say, I don't believe it's a God. Because they can't see it with the natural eye. But those of us who are born again, we know that he lives. We know that he's real. Why? Because he lives within us. Hallelujah. Okay. So when you got born again, everything that you lost, it came within this kingdom. You got it. You got to come to that conclusion that God dwells within me and everything I got is within, within, just like Adam was within Eden. Your kingdom is within you. Same thing within you, okay? We have to go in and, and see ourselves. And let me tell you something. I'm not ashamed of where he brought me from. So when I'm preaching, I look at my life. That's where I come from. 
That's where my message come from. That's where my teaching come from. It comes from the things that I have experienced. Hallelujah. And when you experience something, can't nobody take it away. I don't care what they say. When you know that you know that you know, it cannot be taken away. And I was this man that I'm fixing to talk about. And I'm going to show you, I don't know your personal life, and if anybody knows me, let me tell you something. I haven't had a person in my life in over, Lord, I know 40 when my kids were growing up. I had nobody in my life because I was a solo. That's just how I was, and that's just how I am. And the closest one that has been with me has been Minister Logan and, and Prophetess Rudell. And Prophetess Rudell has gone on into glory, but glory be to God. I don't not say that because I don't know what you're doing. I don't know your business. Do you hear me? So wherever you are in this, we're going to deal with, with our problem. That's it. That's what we're going to deal with. And I have to break you down. And this is why I break you down in the body, soul, and spirit. Because if I don't break you down for you to understand, then you will you won't know where to operate and put all three and then you'll be all down and in your body doing stuff you don't want it to do how many know your body will rise up and go against you and it'll do what it wants to do you you i don't want that cigarette your mind say i just don't want that cigarette the body say oh you gonna have the cigarette your body say i don't want to go fornicating i just want to get out of that i don't oh but your body say oh we gonna fornicate tonight uh then you i don't want this man he's mean to me he's cruel but i hook cry because he got your mind you got to get your mind you got to take control of your mind because if you don't rise up and take control of your mind you're going to be defeated and that's what people want they want your mind don't fool yourself they want your mind out here and don't fool yourself some of these churches out here want your mind don't fool yourself because they know if they get your mind and work your mind right you're going to pay that money up see what i'm saying and people like myself suffer greatly because the people that messed up where people don't want to pay ties i don't want to give and hurt the church and it hurts those that's struggling out here trying to do right for god we got to rise up now and we got to do better that's all i can say we got to do better all right so we're gonna start here we understand that we got everything everything that we lost when we accepted christ he gave it back to us but let's go look at ourselves like i say i know me when i hear me okay and don't take it personally because i can talk about me and those that uh, some of you younger ones may not know but i got a few still around they know because we all come out of the same cup together. All right. Now listen at this. It says, after this, there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Again, like I said yesterday, he went where? He went up to Jerusalem. And the message I brought about a couple of weeks ago, where God said, go up to the mountain. Go up to the mountain and bring back wood and build my house. And that was in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament where we are, what did God say? He said, I don't dwell in a house that's made with hand. He said, I don't dwell in a house in a building or whatever that's made with hand, but our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. So whatever we're talking about up, then that's going up. Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And our Jerusalem means the city of peace and this is where i'm taking you to the city of peace when we go up in order to go up you got to exalt your mind when order to go up you got to elevate your mind you got to transform your mind with the word of god 
God. I'm always pounding on the word because you can't go up without the word. The word, this word up to Jerusalem, it, it means exalted thinking. You can't think on a low level. You can't think like the devil. You can't sit up and have conversation with the devil and expect to go up. We're trying to go up to Jerusalem and Jerusalem stand for city of peace. So Jesus did what? He went up to the mountain, up to Jerusalem. Now listen, now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. And I, as I said uh, yesterday, I speak a lot in metaphors. I like to use a metaphor. And I like to say that this pool can be our mind, our pool. And what is a pool? A pool is an enclosed body of water. It has no outlet and it does not run. It just sits there. And if you don't take uh, control of your pool, if you don't clean it and tend to it, what will happen? It will contaminate. It will become stagnant. And it will become trash and all kind of debris. And this is what happened in our mind. When we don't take our mind and cleanse our mind with the, with the word of God, our mind becomes stagnant. And we begin to collect all kind of stuff. We begin to collect depression. We begin to collect sorrow. We begin to collect bitterness. And all this stuff becomes stagnant. And what happened is stagnant, stagnatize us. And we ended up being stagnant in our spiritual walk with Christ. But Christ said, out of your rivers, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. When a man is born again and filled with the power of the Holy Ghost, that living water comes within you. And wherever there's running water, there's life. And this is what the Holy Ghost does. It gives us life. It's a river of life. And that means it refreshes. And it, it steady flows. And it won't get contaminated. But in order to get to this place, you got to go up. You got to go up in your thinking. You got to know that you can do all things through Christ. You got to know that you're the head and not the tail. You got to know that you blessed not curse. You got to know that you somebody in Christ and you can do all things through Christ who strengthen you. Woo, you got to know this. Woo, you got to know this. All right. So Jesus did what? I'm not going to I'm not going to keep y'all long like I said. It is we got to have to break this up in two or three parts. Now he went up. Now listen, in the Hebrew tongue, Bethesda. Bethesda means house of mercy. Hallelujah. And that's where most of us living at, in the house of mercy. We living in the house of mercy right there. It's just God mercy. God see where they ain't going to fight. Just let me go on and let mercy bring them on out. They ain't going to fight. They ain't going to pray. They ain't going to fast. But we get in that hot water and we call on him and he let mercy come on. But see, God wants you to leave the house of mercy and he wants you to rise up and he wants you to be a warrior. Hallelujah. You got to know when to move forward. You got to know when to stand still and you got to know when the more time you got to know the ways of a warrior god wants you to be able to be a warrior and when you're a warrior hallelujah you are not jesus in all your way when you're a warrior you don't have to run to jesus and beg him but you can take a stand in the name of jesus satan i rebuke you by the blood of the lamb the word of god is against you this is what god wants us to do is to rise up and know when you speak god word god will watch over his word to perform it Woo. Woo. Glory to God. At, at that pool, in these lay a great multitude of people. At this pool, now listen, 
it has five porches, okay? Five porches to enter into your kingdom. A porch is a structure. It's a it's it's, it's a structure that will lead into a house or a building. You got five porches that Satan uses to enter into your kingdom. And that's what you see, hear, feel, or touch, smell, and taste. These are the five porches that Satan uses to get into your kingdom. Why? Because these five senses are connected with the world. And these five senses are to be used for worldly and, 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 and natural things. It's, that's what the five senses are for. But you can't use the five senses when it comes to the things of God. So this is what Satan used to get you depressed, to get you down. He used these five senses. Now back over in the book of Deuteronomy. Let me go here. In Deuteronomy 18 chapter. Listen what it says. He says, uh, Deuteronomy 16 and 18. He says, judges and officers. And I tell you all, I tell you all the time that the, the Old Testament is for our example. The Bible says it's for our example. And that means we look at it and read it. And what they went through literally, we would apply to our lives spiritually. So it says over in the book of Deuteronomy 16, it says, judges and officers shall thou make thee in all thy gate. See, these five senses are the gate that will lead into your temple and that lead into the kingdom. Why? Because the kingdom of God is where it's within you. And sometimes the Bible talk about the kingdom. Sometimes it talk about the house, the temple, which is our body. And sometimes it's known as a city, metaphorically speaking. So these five porches are the portal that Satan will use to get into your kingdom. But what does the word say? He says, set judges and officers shall thou make thee in all thy gates. Set judges and officers. In other words, before you do anything, before you sign any papers, before you let people in your life, before you get married, I don't care what it is. You judge it. You set the gate. The word of God is what you set at the gate and you judge it before you allow it in. Because whatever comes to these five senses, if it's repetitiously said or repetitiously done, it come into the five senses, through the five senses, it goes down in your mind. And this is why you stop it at the mind. Whatever negative thought is coming into you, you stop it in your conscious mind. But if you don't stop it in your conscious mind and take it in, you'll begin to ponder that thing. And as you ponder under that thing and think that thing over then it goes down into your subconscious mind and once that seed is planted in your subconscious mind then it becomes as a man thinketh so is he so God says set gates and the gate that you set over the gate is the word of God you judge it before you let it into your kingdom just like Adam he was to till the garden he was to plant and till the garden. Your mind, are you hearing me? Your mind is the garden. And whatever you allow into your mind, it goes into your mind. And for Satan to get it into your, let me find it. Y'all got that? The spirit of your mind? Uh, the set gates at your mind. Now listen, listen at this. This is what uh, the word is saying. 
that ye be that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is what corrupt. What what is corrupt? Right into the core. Ain't no good in it. It's like a pretty apple. When you see an apple, and that apple is so pretty and red and shiny, and I can't tell you over the years how many times I bought some beautiful apples and bit into that apple, and sometimes it'd be a worm sitting up in there, or sometimes it'd be so mushy you can't eat it. Hallelujah. So that's the way this here old man is. He's corrupt. There's no good in it. Now listen, you say, put off the form of conversation. Now what is the form of conversation for us? Lying and backbiting and doing everything that the word of God tell us we don't need to do gossiping and talking about people and running people down and then skinning and grinning in his face come on now we can't be born again and have power to overcome when we doing all this wretched stuff god tell us not to do okay so he say and be what renewed in the spirit of your man this is called your heart the spirit of your man is that heart that's that place where the seed goes into. See, God ain't telling you to transform your conscious mind. Your conscious mind is only awareness. Your conscious mind tells you, like if I wanted to uh, go to town, that, that conscious mind is your awareness. But where you operate is from the spirit of your mind. And the world calls it the subconscious, but God calls it the spirit of your mind. In the spirit of your mind lies all the hell you ever experienced life. In the spirit of your mind lies that uh, uh, molestation when you was a child. In the spirit of your mind lies every word that's been negative spoken to you, that has wounded you, that has destroyed you. All that lies in the spirit of your mind. So God is saying, take the word and then transform the spirit of your mind. Woo, say, Lord, have mercy. Woo. I'm trying to let y'all go, y'all. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. I don't want to burn you out in one setting. So y'all, bear with me here. I got a few more. Do y'all understand the spirit of your mind? When God say transform your mind, that means take that word and, and see, whatever you hear repetitiously goes down into that garden. That's that garden where Adam, where you up to 10, it goes down in there. That's the seed. If you want, if you want hell and, and brimstone down there, then keep on gossiping and talking and lying and doing stuff. Keep on. You're going to be miserable because it's producing your life. But if you want peace, if you want joy. Think on those things that are good. Think on those things that appear. Think on those things that are true. Think on those things that are a good report. And it takes practice because everything we operate is just a habit in life. They just have it. And it takes practice as you repetitiously plant the seed of God into your mind. Then it will bring and spring forth. Woo. All right. All right. So we got that. So the five porches. Are these five senses that Satan will try to use to get into your world? Whew. Thank you, Minister Logan. I'm, I don't like to wear y'all out. Hallelujah. But you know, I'm in a place now that God and April the 1st, y'all put on your calendar, April the 1st. That's my introduction of who God has called me to be. I've been working 41 years for this day. Prophetess gave it to me verbatim. 
She gave it to me and everything that woman has prophesied has come to pass. And April the 1st, you're going to hear the prophecy that will take the roof off the house of what God has done. And I'm going to tell you, you'll be able to trust God. You'll be able to walk through. Y'all better quit wasting y'all time on a hack and a good feeling. Hallelujah. The hacking is over. The sermonize is over. You got to learn how to walk. You got to learn how to rise up. And be all that he says you can be. Because you can look out there now. You can look right out there. Ain't nothing out there. Ain't no hope out there. Ain't no light out there. Nothing but misery, suffering, and sorrow. All right. Now listen. In these lay a great multitude of people. Where were they? They was at this pool called Bethesda. Now, in there lay a great multitude of of impotent folk. Now I'm going to concentrate on that word impotent, but I want to talk about potent before we talk about impotent. Okay? What is potent? When a person is potent, they are effective, they have strength, they have authority, they have power, and they have great power and influence when you're a potent person. All right? That's when you potent. Now, impotent, it means to be weak. It means to be feeble. It means to be having no strength, not able to produce. The world has come in to the church and taken a seat. Don't fool yourself. This is why the church is impotent. Don't fool yourself. The church has no influence anymore. The church has no power anymore. Why? Because she's impotent. Now, you know, when you get an impotent man, an impotent man cannot produce children. Now, he may be able to adopt some, but he won't produce no children when you're impotent. See, and sometimes the word have to go in so we can be set free. Now, when you look around at this condition of the church in this earthly will, it's impotent. People have no respect for the house of God. They have no respect for the man of God. They don't think nothing about going up in there fighting, shooting, or killing you. It's impotent. Don't have no power to get people healed. There's no power to get people saved anymore. So the world has come into the church and taken a seat. Now when you're impotent, you can't produce. Hallelujah. And it's called... Now, I'm talking about this earthly realm where we are at in this day and age. In this earthly realm, the church has become, and y'all got to roll with me, but I got to speak it like God has given me. The church has become a bastard. Now, what is a bastard? Well, most of us think a bastard is, we know a bastard is a, a, a child born out of wedlock, but I'm not talking about that part. I'm not talking about that. We're talking about an adjective of a thing, a thing, and the church is a thing. And in this earthly realm, she's become a bastard. And the definition for a bastard means it has lost its pure and original form. It's no longer pure in its original state. And so now they're producing illegitimate children. And let me tell you something. Back in 1996, 
Hallelujah. For those who may not know, there was a sheep called Dolly. Now, Dolly was a, a illegitimate sheep. She wasn't born by the natural way, but she was born by the order of God. She was born in a test tube. She was created in a test tube, and she was created by men in a laboratory. Now, when Dolly came on the scene, she took the world by storm. When Dolly came on the scene, every news station, every broadcast, every newspaper talked about Dolly because Dolly was created in the lab. Hallelujah. And Dolly looked like a sheep. She walked like a sheep and she bared like a sheep. But Dolly was artificial and the church has become ambassador and is producing artificial people in the name of Jesus. They look like a sheep. They walk like a sheep. They talk like a sheep. But they artificial. For a man must be born again. You can't live in the kind of way you want to live and expect to please God. You got to take off this old man and put on the new man and be born again. And we got too many artificial folks in the church. You've been listening to Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is, brought to you by the Lighthouse of Faith Ministries in Murfreesboro. They're located at 420 South Street, and you can join them for their Sunday morning worship services at 1130 a.m. Tune in again next time for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is.